I uh, am one of three podcasters on this podcast wearing glasses, and I believe uh, one of three who have uh, contact lenses or have used contact lenses. Um, Grant doesn't count because somehow he got all the good genes. It's the same three. <laughs> um, so nowadays, the contact lens solution, for those of you that don't have them, and this is what, Grant, you serve as our our, our straight man that we explain mm-hmm. things to. Grant, uh, the control the, the, seeker. <laughs> yes. Uh, you you just have a little uh, contact lens dish with a little screw-on caps. You squirt a couple of drops of a big fluid in there, and you put them in there, and you're done. It's called multi-purpose no-rub, it's even called. Mm. Uh, it's literally the only thing that's that any person has ever put on contacts in the last probably 10 or 15 years. But if you go back <laughs> 15 to 20 and beyond... What I, I somehow this popped in my head the other day. Do you guys remember the like acid that you yeah. had to put? It, the it torture was, solution. This thing that you're about to put in your eye, we're gonna put it in the most painful, uh, acidic possible solution that you would never want to touch your eye. Don't ever touch this solution to your eye. But put that plastic thing <laughs> in, that goes in your eye in that solution. Now, right. we have a special decoder disc that this decoder <laughs> disc, and it will go bad, and you'll have to know uh-huh. when to change it out, because if it does go bad, then you're back to putting acid in your eye. But this special decoder disc will turn that acid into a slightly less uh, acidic substance that you can then put the contact in your eye. Yeah, it was basically sold to me like this. They're like, here's the thing. You put him in this shark cage. Dunk him in the acid. <laughs> the acid will slowly change overnight. Good God, don't wait too long or not long enough. There's a sweet spot when you take it out. Anyways, then you got to rinse your things because they absorb like a sponge. And they've absorbed the acid, but don't rub them. It's no rub solution. Now put it in your eye. <laughs> Safe. Put it directly into your eye, the most sensitive part of your body. Matt, let me ask you this. How, how used to did you get uh, to just putting the poison in your eye, like me? <laughs> you just walk out of the bathroom every morning, your eyes are just like bloodshot red, and you're, and you're like, just, yep, ready for the day. <laughs> I'm not a dork who wears glasses. Nope, not me. <laughs> that, so it was hydrogen peroxide, basically, if I remember uh, correctly. Oh, fun. Uh, I can't, though. <laughs> but I think that's what it was. Let's say. Anyway, whatever it was, it was a very, very diluted solution. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm backing away from that hydrogen peroxide remark until I look it up. But anyway, the point was, here is uh, one night I took my contacts out. I used the same shark cage thing as we all did when we were young. Um, uh, I put it out, put it in thing, and then it's like I had to go take the trash out or something. And I'm blind without anything, and I did not own glasses. So I took it out immediately. Like yep. I did a, tried to do a quick rinse. I put it in my eye, and my eye was so shut, I couldn't even open it to take the contact out. Just going, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yes. The times I, I've done that once or twice, and you cannot get your eye open because your eye is just going, why did you do that? Yeah, your body's like, you can't get back in there. Look what you did. Okay. Your eye is so squinched down, you can't take a full stride. You have to walk like a cartoon robot. You're like, ah, fuck. I ran like a spiral out there as I pretty much kept walking in circles like I had one leg shorter than the other. Right, yeah. Not wearing glasses like a dork. (laughs) We're over here doing Um, sit-ups and saying shark facts. (laughs) 26, 27, sharks are older than trees. 28. Shark facts, man. Uh, sharks are older than trees. Sharks are older than trees? That's true. It's a true shark fact. I mean, every tree? 
Every tree. Trees. Every tree. Every tree, every shark. <laughs> Sharks are older every than shark. trees. What part? Which word are you understanding? Are you guys not Googling this? Do you guys not have Siri? Sharks are older than trees. Welcome to uh, Lil Cap and Travis. That's you, our listening audience. And I want to give a special welcome to members of our super secret Double Diamond Club, the Hoggies. To members of our super secret Double Diamond Club, the Hoggies, unzip your uh, decoder fanny pack half the way and take out your new kids on the black slap, new kids on the block slap bracelet. Because today we're talking about trends, uh, and we're talking about trends because, as you know, this is a trend watch podcast where four brothers discuss emerging trends. And uh, specifically, uh, the trends that are about to make a comeback in the areas of fashion, entertainment, and uh, our society as a whole. Hashtag trend watch. Uh, this all kind of got started, the idea of like these, uh, these societal trends that, uh, uh, that make a comeback every now and then. Uh, when my daughter, we, we were talking about Back to the Future. And she, there, there was a point where she couldn't tell the future that, the past that Marty went from and went back to, he, she couldn't tell the difference between 1955 and 1985, uh-huh. right? Because they're both very old to her. Wow. And getting to thinking about this, we like, okay, if Marty McFly went back in, back in time today, he'd be going back to the ripe age of 1991. Yeah. Uh, 1991, when uh, the U.S. was involved in a terrible desert storm, uh, desert war. Uh, people dressed in eclectic grunge, and the idiots making movies were kind of hit or miss with hits like Suburban Commando, Ernest Scared Stupid, and Cold as Ice. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, those things I just described, if it wasn't for the fact that you don't have a phone with instantly accessible porn in your pocket, you wouldn't really know the difference between our modern day age when the U.S. is embroiled in a terrible desert war, mm-hmm. people dress like an eclectic grunge, and there's you know hit or miss TV shows uh, available to us uh, as we speak right now. So... Things come around again and again. Things get recycled. Ideas come back up again. They really do. I I think uh, there is like this 20-year cycle. And maybe 20 is just a general term. But um, my wife talks about this a lot with fashion trends, which uh, she I won't be able to nail these specific things because I don't... Well, I do. I Obviously, as, as Corey mentioned, I am a fashion expert. But I, let's just say I'm not as fashion expert as her. But she's like, in the 90s when we were in school... All the fashion, the trend was this throwback to the 70s, and it was like, you know, bell bottoms or hippie stuff, or I don't know that she could tell you all the 10 different things that every every kid did with their hair or whatever. And then, like, in the 2010s, they're like, and now-ish, they're throwing back to, like, the 90s and, like, all grunge stuff and, like, all the 90s clothes and pop culture yeah. things are, like, totally trend. And then I think, like, in the 70s, there was all these throwbacks to the 50s, Happy Days. There was the movie uh, American Graffiti, you know, and it, it's always, there's kind of this, like, one generation back. 20 to 30 years, depending on which one. But, yeah, it's like a gener. you go back a generation, um, somehow what your parents did in high school or something like that or yeah. or some somewhere thereabouts. In, in the 2000s, the 90s seemed stupid as shit. Like uh, the the long hair and flannels and all that stuff of grunge that I thought was way rad when I was, you know, uh, sixth grade, junior high, all that kind of stuff. Um, then it, it just looked dumb. Now that my daughter and her friends are dressing that way, um, that 
uh, the the one friend came over and she's like, yeah, check it out. I've got these like black boots and ripped jeans and flannel and a flannel shirt. And it was like, hey, I know all this stuff. Um, but I was trying to, I didn't <laughs> want to queer the deal by being like, I also, as an adult, think that is cool. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's all right. I can get your, so for Christmas, I can get your daughter uh, like a, a flat bim, flat brimmed black Compton hat. Yeah. And it, it'd be cool. <laughs> Not what I did was cool. I'm saying that, that oh. I did things, I liked some things that were cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it it, it, it kind of does fall into the, the thing of like, um, I thought this was cool. Why is no one making these things I think are cool? Right now, I've noticed um, in in like the Hollywood industry, people are making things I like all of a sudden because people my age are the people making mm, stuff. Right. Mm, There's mm-hmm. uh, my buddy's got the famous Holly, Hollywood theorem that people in their 60s give money to people in their 50s to hire people in their 40s to pay people in their 30s sure. to make things for people in their 20s. Right. Yep. And I'm like, yeah. okay, so the, the middle is where you want to be is 40. That's who's making the stuff. And I was like, I like that show. I like this idea. I like that book. Who's making all this stuff? Oh, people <laughs> my age. I mm. like the stuff that's coming around again. Um, let's use our, uh, our, trend, our trend watch powers. I said trend watch. And let's discuss some... Um, thank you. Uh, one more time, Grant. Just give it to me louder. Hashtag trend watch. I'm trying to say thank it you. really fast. And it's um, hard to, hashtag I, trend watch. It's hard to say. I, I, I just needed a clean one uh, that I kept talking over. Take um, I'll edit me out. Uh, okay, so I think uh, I think let's let's just jump right in and let's cover like we, we we've discussed that these trends change that you know that things are bound to make a comeback. Let's talk about in the areas of fashion, entertainment, and society what is about to make a comeback. And let's start with fashion because I think this one churns the fastest, changes the the quickest, and has. And if you're wrong, I think it has the least impact on your social score, mm-hmm. uh, like your 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 involvement in society. If you're still if you're still gothing out and it's not goth time, it can be forgivable. Things come around and change so fast; it's not a big deal. Um, so I think we should talk about what what fashion trends are coming back. And uh, as we discuss the fashion trends coming back, remember it's one in one out. Uh, whatever you're describing is coming back. Something else has to go. Uh, who wants to who wants to jump right in here with uh, the fashion trend that's coming back? Well, I mean, I'm the uh, the fashion plate of the podcast, as voted on by little Captain Travis himself. I mean, I I don't make the rules. I don't <laughs> yeah. appoint the. <laughs> you don't titles. make the rules, just the trends. Mm, I make the trends. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. I don't set the rules. I set yeah. Uh. Yes. So obviously, when trends come back, uh. It's not like exactly the same. There's always some kind of different, you know, it comes back in a new flavor. Uh, so you're probably expecting me to say something stupid like powdered wigs, uh, but you're wrong. I'm suggesting powdered clothing. All, all the cloud <laughs> clothing, head to toe, powdered. See, here's the thing. Powdered wigs went out of style over 200 years ago. So think about how much unused wig powder there must be. (laughs) I assume the wig powder industry has continued unabated for the last two centuries since I haven't heard anything to the contrary. Yeah. Yeah. There's a windmill cranking Mm -hmm. it out and there's like donkeys walking out with two two bags of uh, wig powder. (laughs) Wig powder must be plentiful and cheap. So I'd say this is is ready. uh, It's ripe for a comeback. I mean... Just clothing covered in wig powder. You pat your friend on the back and there's like a cloud of uh, <laughs> dust that explodes. And <laughs> Everyone can be LeBron James <laughs> all the exactly. time. Exactly. You throw the powder in the air. 
it's like, man, that guy is really dusty. Woo! Look at that. Like, there's new <laughs> slang that can be involved in it. Like, man. Rap videos are going to be Oh, baller. yeah. You, you will barely you can be see able what's to going see on. who's rapping. <laughs> right. I love the idea of, uh, of you're like, this is either, this is either like a, um, a sweet new rap video or it's a terrible snowstorm. Either way, mm. it's got a beat. Um, yeah, Grant, I, I can get behind that. And, but, but Grant... If uh, powdered clothing comes in, what's a what's a fashion trend that's got to get out? Uh, I would say the trend of clean, well-maintained clothing. We're going back to tattered rags, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time the tattered rag, rags uh, make, made a comeback. Can I powder my tattered rags? You can powder your tattered If you want to look cool, you will. <laughs> okay, so I'm driving in my caddy, mm-hmm. caddy and I got my powered, t- powdered yes. caddy. Yes. Yeah, this is going to work. Okay. And if you got fabric upholstery in that caddy, it's powdered. <laughs> okay, I love this. Uh, who else has a, 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 a direction in fashion that they feel well, is coming if back? if I can just uh, comment on Grant's there. I think I just sent you guys something uh, via text, text textual messages. Um, this ought to make for great podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the point is, like, you know, Yankee Doodle went to town. He stuck a feather in his cap and called it macaroni. That was a real trend. Um, and what they would do, this was like a short-lived thing, but these Italian dandies would wear these gigantic wigs, like two feet tall wigs, and put a tiny hat on top. If you look in that picture, that guy's got a wee tiny oh little God. hat. What a what a dandy ass bitch. Like All right, for listeners, it's like the the bride of Frankenstein hair with like a snapple cap for yeah, a hat. back to this yes, exactly. Exactly. And the snapple cap says Dandies in the 1800s used to wear giant yeah. wigs. We'll have to share this with you guys. <laughs> we will but... share this on. We'll share this on our on our Twitter at Free Legal Pod. So there is the picture, and it is bonkers. And I'm not entirely convinced that Ben didn't just make this Wikipedia page <laughs> just for this. It's so crazy. So Ben, are you saying you're bringing back tall wigs? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Grant's bringing them shits back. Um, right. I'm going to bring back necro pants. Does anybody know what necro pants are? No. Dead people pants? Literally corpse britches. So these are a pair of pants made from the skin of a dead man or woman, uh, which was believed in Icelandic witchcraft to be capable of producing an endless supply of money. It is highly unlikely these ever existed outside of folklore, but there is a real pair of them uh, in the Museum of Icelandic Sorcery and Witchcraft. So if you want to make a pair of necropants, this is from The Ritual, um, you have to get permission of the man, of a living man, to use the skin after death. After he's been buried, you must dig up his body and flay the skin of the corpse in one piece from the waist down. As soon as you step in the pants, they will stick to your own skin. A coin must be stolen from a poor widow and placed in the scrotum with the magic sign written on the piece of paper. And there's a picture of what what that looks like. Consequently, the coin will draw money into the scrotum so it will never be empty as long as the original coin is not removed. To ensure salvation, the owner has to convince someone else to take ownership of the pants and step into each leg as soon as he gets out. The necro pants will thus keep money gathering nature for generations. So in this t- uncertain times, you know, money's tight. You just put on mm. a pair of necro Not pants. Not as tight as those pants around yeah, those my pants scrotum. They're going to be on and be a little bit tight, but yep, scrotum's just going to be filling up with money. You're going to be, they'll hear you coming. You're going to have to give up all manner of sneaky activity because they're going to hear you uh, jingling. Ben, when you were like, convince someone to give you their dead people skin, yes. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. I know lots of people. <laughs> yes. I, I can get you some dead, I can get you some, uh, some agreements to dead skin today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what size? Like, Dig with it bunch. up, uh-huh. yank off the, yank it off in one go, put it on. I was like, 
I guess there would be a scrotum on these pants. Yeah, if you go from the waist down, unless, I don't know where your dick is, Corey, but mine is below the waist. Here's the thing. When I think of pants, I'm like, <laughs> pants? They don't have a scrotum. My skin does. Uh, I forgot that we'd combine these two. <laughs> because I'll often just kind of like nestle, nestle like a, a lump of gold or, 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 or copper, some, some, some coin. I'll nestle it down in my business down there. Yeah, very often. And I'm just kind of like, make some more is what I'll tell my penis. Uh, but it doesn't listen because it's not pants. But now I'm like, I get it. You know, everybody, you explore your body when you're young. And, you know, maybe you're in the shower and you look at your scrotum and you go, what if you were filled with coins? So, uh, I mean, I get all of this. Yes. I, I don't think so we anyway, need much more pants. I think they were going to make yeah, a comeback. Yeah, but what's out? Oh. Necropants are the new hotness, but what's old and busted? Uh, ripped jeans. <laughs> get them out of here. Yep. Sayonara, bitch. Ripped jeans out. R.I.P. jeans in. Yeah. Ooh. That <laughs> somehow worked perfectly. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> did not plan, can make jokes on the fly. I like I like what I did there inadvertently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are we down to me for fashion? I think so. I think we're down to me. I, I'm not, I haven't brought back any trends. Why don't you do, why don't you do I, a trend I, first, because mine's better. <laughs> I'll do one, and then I'll do a second one. Oh, fuck. It's um, I do have two. The first is we're bringing back trench coats and fedoras at sporting events. All sporting events. All the time, mandatory trench coats and fedoras. Men and women. Which isn't self-explanatory. We're getting rid of jerseys, the painted chest, the weird wigs and shit that everybody wears. And it's nothing but sepia-toned trench coats and fedoras <laughs> at all sporting events. Are the players themselves also wearing trench coats and, and <laughs> fedoras? <laughs> like, no jerseys of any kind on anyone. Uh, oh, absolutely. I like absolutely. that the fact the, we're going sepia-toned means people are, like, painting their face, but they're doing it in, like, light shades of brown. Mm-hmm. Um, then my other thing, I went with that one first because that one's self-explanatory. This one, I don't, I don't want to blow up the the format here right away, but um, I'm because I'm I'm not picking a specific generation, uh, but I'm doing a, a pan generational hat revival. This is near and dear to my heart. I'm talking we're right now for whatever reason, like you can wear a ball cap or maybe if you can somehow pull off a fedora, you can do it. But there's like very strict hat rules, and they're going out the window. I'm talking top hats, bowlers, fezes, the Civil War hats, safari hats, <laughs> berets, weird European hats from various weird religious traditions that they kind of have that sometimes show up in movies. All that shit. It's all go 24-7. They're, they're all okay. They're all cool now. Um, and it, we're getting rid of, in order to do that, we're getting rid of the visor because visors are fucking terrible in all scenarios. Okay, I like that visor out, hat in. Just make, That's just a step forward in society. Which makes sense. When you say, but you're saying all hats. So when I say, if we're counting corners on a hat, if I said the corns on this hat were tri, tricorn hat working for you? The, 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 the tricorn, the, the duo corn, the quad <laughs> corn, the unicorn, the unicorn, the unicorn. Everything. The, the unicorn is the German, the World War One German hat. The Pickelhaube is the unicorn. Ah, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Like I knew, I knew cornered, it was there. But straight I just up, didn't anyway. want to say pointy pre-Nazi hat. I have a bullet point here that says en route to world peace. So I think I think we're onto something. Uh, wearing mm. more hats doesn't make me want to fight any country. So uh, <laughs> congrats, Matt. You're doing it. Uh, you guys were all close. Not that this is a game or keeping score, but uh, the winner <laughs> would be... Um, uh, of, all, of all the things that change so fast in, uh, in, in the world of fashion, uh, the safe bet 
at least for me in the way I dress, is accessories. That way I can change things and keep up with fashion, but still wear the same food-stained gray uh, bland clothes underneath. Um, I think the fashion, uh, people are all into wearables. Uh, they, want a, they want a chunk of communicative metal woven into their, their clothing. I think that's a bit too far. I want to stay with the metal. So I'm saying everyone starts wearing swords. We're talking rapiers, katana, you name it. Uh, a sword is the ultimate fashion uh, accessory. All right, because like I said, there's so many different kinds. One day, I, one day I'm walking around with an epee, and the next day I'm walking around with a, you know, I've got some sort of cutlass or something. Uh, it, it, it's, it's like it's like having nice watches to match the clothes you wear. You just you, you switch them out. It's like jewelry. So, um, and also uh, I've partnered with a an already accessory brand uh, conglomerate, Jansport. Okay. Uh, the maker of backpacks, uh, they will be now renamed Bloodsport. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is insane, Corey, to think of somebody like wearing swords around, like a, a fucking claymore strapped to their back. But people literally walk around with guns on their hips. A gun! Ah, that's true. An actual thing that they this probably know how to shoot. There's a dude not far from me that walks around in public with his AK-47 here in California, and it's terrifying to behold. And I was like, I wish I had... I'd feel better if I had a rapier on me when that was happening. But you would... But I'm not saying I'd win. It's so crazy. That, that, that is like, well, are you an idiot? You'd wear a sword. What's wrong with you? Are you going to stab someone with, with it? It's like, well, the gun guy. Like, that's it. No, but here's the thing. These are the fancy swords. Yeah. Like, no one really pulls it out. Like, there's a Final Fantasy one that's like the gun sword, and it's not even a real functional. It's just, it's gun just blade. an accessory. Gunblade. Thank you, Grant. Uh, Fox McCloud, right? Joking. Mm, um, not even close. Just waiting Squall. to see your terrible reaction. Squall Leonhardt. Anyway. <laughs> There, there is a lot more fashionability with the the various types of uh, blades, and uh, right. yeah, you can express yourself a lot more than just with a a bland. There's fifty different like, kinds of pistols, but it's pretty much the same. Imagine shit. your wife's, you know, you're getting ready for a party or something, and your wife comes in wearing like like a like a like a nice hanger rapier, and she's like, "This is a wedding. Get that katana out and get something like put a formal sword on." You know, mm. I think this is the I think this is the way forward. Also. I'd probably get to own a couple swords if we did yeah, this. Okay, uh, I see. I see where you're going over here. And while uh, while I'm at that's it, the real angle. Pants are out. Get the. I'm done with you. <laughs> it's about time. Well, they might be stuck to your skin, Corey. So uh, uh, careful. Members of Lil Cap and Travis who are watching the video feed. You can see where my hand is when I say I've had it up to here with these pants, <laughs> <laughs> just below my waist because I wear them a little low. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, uh, pants out, swords in. I think we can all agree that was the better of the fashion uh, choices. But all those things are going to happen, no doubt. This is a Trend Watch podcast. Mm-hmm. Grant. Hashtag Trend Watch. Thank you. Um, uh, the world of fashion covered. Like I said, that one's easy. A thing that changes a little bit slower but is important is the world of entertainment. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was it was only like uh, ten or twenty years ago where uh, TV work was considered uh, trashy, and now you get yourself on a Game of Thrones, you're set for life, right? Mm-hmm. Well, until that end, last episode. But uh, TV TV has become a more popular venue than movies. They've been they've been shifting. So uh, that's just an example of like the world of our the world of our entertainment shifts. You know. Um, People used to hoot pretty loud at a hanging. Mm-hmm. The way that we are, the way that we are entertained, how is this going to change uh, over the coming year, and uh, in which manner is it going to change? Which direction is it going to go to? Mm-hmm. Uh, should I buy buy uh, seats for a play? Uh, are concerts coming back in a big way? Is it going to be hangings, like I said? Well, uh, what do you guys think? Well, you know, with uh, grunge and my sixth grade life, or 
I guess that was a little more junior high, but with that kind of thing coming back, I smell the next big thing, flavored toothpicks. It was a big thing when I was in sixth grade <laughs> that you would get some kind of like cinnamon oil or something and you would soak toothpicks in them and then, you know, you'd bring them to school, maybe sell them to your friends or something like that. Yes, this is what we did. Um, ben, so, they were wrapped up in tinfoil, yes, weren't they? they were, yes, of course. Of course, Corey. You better of believe it. They are wrapped in tinfoil. Like a Chipotle burrito. <laughs> Where do you think they yeah. got the idea, Grant? Where do you but, think? Grant, of a concentration <laughs> of a spice. <laughs> the first time I went to Chipotle and unwrapped that foil, I expected it was full of toothpicks. It Cinnamon, was a big most likely. log of wood. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, this is all right. Excuse me, ma'am. There are no cinnamon-flavored splinters in this. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, various flavors, but I assume flavored toothpicks uh, will be the next the next big trend. That will replace Netflix and chill. I, I assume, <laughs> yeah, do you want a cinnamon stick and chill? Yeah. Why hang out and watch movies on demand and any entertainment you could ask for from your couch when you could make and suck on cinnamon-flavored toothpicks? Allow me to <laughs> allow me to show you a text from the future. Sup, shoddy? Want to come? Want to come over and uh, cinnamon stick and stick? <laughs> there you go. There you I go. Mean, this is why professional wrestler Scott Hall, aka Razor Ramon, had two toothpicks. He would have one in his mouth and one in his ear. He'd flick mm-hmm. the one in his mouth at someone, and then ear back to mouth. It's always there was always That's one right. in the mouth. It yep. must have been flavored. One Otherwise, why would he do one that? Mint. That's exactly it, Matt. Thank you. You beat me to it. Exactly. Cinnamon out, mint in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the before dinner and after. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so Ben's bringing back cinnamon, uh, cinnamon uh, bits of cinnamon flavored bits of wood to, to chew on, uh, and movies are out. Netflix is out. Grant, uh, Matt, Fucking what do you guys got? So, vinyl made a comeback, mm-hmm. right? Then cassette tapes. Uh, are actually popular. I saw a guy uh, like perusing enthusiastically a cassette tape thing at a um, flea market recently. I'm like, you got a cassette player, huh? Uh, me, I'm very bullish on microfiche. <laughs> and <laughs> I foresee a near-term future where everyone has one of those giant things in their living room. <laughs> uh, and friends bring over like the latest microfiche. <laughs> And, you know, you dial it up. And, and hopefully and they you... don't bring over microfilm. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> entirely difference. different. Entirely different. I like that. And by the latest, it's like the the archive of 1968 of the Washington Post. Right. Uh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's the latest one. You and friends, you know, can get get all of your uh, – you, you can dial up and, and just get the right um, granularity and clarity, you know, pulled up from that one he- uh, front page from the 1968 Washington Post. And of course, to make a better world, this will replace all social media. <laughs> like, I'm not opposed to this happening. I would have been, I would have been giving you more points in my head. I am keeping score. If microfiche <laughs> had replaced microfilm, that would have been, ah. that's a world in which I call it a utopia. But, um, <laughs> To be honest, I, I dare not dream that high. To be honest, anything that replaces any all, all social media, I don't give a fuck what it is. It's going to be better than social media. <laughs> well, uh, I had to go on Facebook for work recently, and I was like, "What the fuck? People do this every day? Jesus!" I uh, I, I'm with Matt because uh, recently, and I've sent this to you guys. Uh, this was on Twitter that I saw this. Um, from a Columbus area reporter who said, incredible headline from the Lima News, 1972. And the headline was, 
Ah, yes. Hamburgers I have known, loved. (laughs) (laughs) See? You can pull that up on microfiche and (laughs) laugh about the hamburger headlines from the 1972 Lemonade. It's just pure gold there. This is like they hit the, we hit the gold rush and everyone, instead of rushing to California in 49, they're rushing to uh, microfilm. Sorry, fiche, 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 fiche. Microfiche. Microfiche in uh, 21. Here's the thing. I I wish I had that full publication to read through and see if the Titanburger made the list of hamburgers he has known <laughs> and or loved. loved. Known and hamburgers he's known and known, loved. Comma loved. Yeah. And ah yes in the beginning. Ah yes. Ah yes. Hamburgers, hamburgers I have known and loved. Mm-hmm. You need the ah yes in the headline, but the too bad that takes up the space that you could have used for the word and instead of the using the. <laughs> The comma <laughs> there, I have no known, comma loved. loved. I mean, it's a headline, you know. So we're bringing back microfish, but I am also just as a bonus, I'm going to predict a, the next trend to follow, which will be macrofish, <laughs> 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 aka billboards. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys see that? <laughs> uh, it's all political macrofish now, but uh, after November. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, from now on, me and I hope every member of Little Cap and Travis and definitely the Hoggies, please start calling billboards macrofiche. <laughs> That's it. It's branded. It's done. Ah, it's so I have macrofiche. to say, uh, for our, our Business Watch uh, podcast, hashtag Business Watch, I'd suggest <laughs> investing in the company Fujifish. <laughs> I feel like they're going to be really doing some, uh, some huge business here Film in the near out, future. Film is out, friends. Film is out. Mm-hmm. Fish at 11. Film is out. Fish is yep. in. Fish out of water. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going. We're going great down here. Um, wait. Did, uh, is my turn? Do we got all all three? My years? turn. Uh, great. My yeah. Turn. You, you still got you one. You get to go last because you're, you're yours listen, is the best. I almost gave. I almost just gave you credit for for your for your non sequitur <laughs> there. But continue. No. Um. Now, obviously, trends that are brought back. Who's to say what a trend is? How popular something had to be to be a trend? But you're probably expecting me to say something stupid like Turkish oil wrestling, but you're wrong. I'm suggesting powder wrestling. Okay, so here's the thing. (laughs) Wig powder must be plentiful and cheap. There's so much of it going around. There's going to be all these new employees at the wig powder plants uh, for all the powdered clothing. Uh, You you can't look me in the eyes with a straight face and say... Those employees aren't going to, like, accidentally dump out some powder then just start wrestling it. Like, oh, man, powder wrestling is going to be the next big thing. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Anytime I've spontaneously wrestled anyone, I was like, oh, man. Oh, what man. Happening? That's what they're going to be like. Yes. Man, I've worked like in it. several – I've worked in a lot of factories. And mm-hmm. of all the factories that had powder-based anything, whenever there was a spill, people just were like, oh, shit, just dropped their everything and dove into chemical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and start Greco-Roman wrestling or Kyrgyz wrestling. This is not or, sustainable, know. Grant. I mean, we are at peak powder already. Uh, we have hit peak powder. <laughs> and at, at this point, we need alternative, alternative coatings. Actually, Ben, I'm crunching some numbers. There was a whole bunch of powder purchased for powdered clothing, and it's not buying. People aren't buying powdered clothing at all. It's a terrible idea. This might be our only way out of this powder terrible. debacle. It's it is great to wrestle in powder. Like you want, like everything. You want a whole That's bunch of want. dust when you're huffing and puffing. That's what you want. With you, they before a match, uh, they're just dumping powder all over the wrestlers. Just dumping yeah. it. 
Well, think about gymnasts are putting it on their hands to get a better grip. Exactly. Yeah. They're I athletes. want a better grip Wrestlers on everything. With all of me. Whole body. I want powder After all the over wrestler me. wins and then they dump out the, the Gatorade thing full of powder on top of the coach. <laughs> lemon <laughs> lemon lime powder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, as far as trends going out. Yeah. Uh, pogs. Enough already. At some oh, point, man. society pogs. must have had Enough its already. fill of pogs. At some point. Oh, Grant, I think that's too soon. I'm still enjoying pogs. Mm. <laughs> I'm still enjoying know. every new it's pog like, I get. Every new pog experience, I'm still okay with it. I'm not I'm not ready to be uh, pogged out. It's it's due. I feel like it's due. It's got to be. At some now, point, now, the I'm empire fall, must I'm fall. Down on, I double down on it. It's a pog day afternoon. We're doing mm. this. Um uh, aside from terrible puns, my idea in the air, or idea, my prediction in this, uh, in the area of entertainment, uh, I think movies are incredibly important to almost every society that has them. Um, movies like the dumbest uh, Pog Day Afternoon. It was Pog Day pretty Afternoon. Whack the Pog. I mean, yeah. Uh, Mad Pog and Glory, all these. There's just. <laughs> Keep going. There's one mm-hmm. more. Uh, there probably is. Uh, Reservoir Pogs. I mean, the big Reservoir Pogs, pog, thank you. Uh, we'll stop there. Um, so movies, uh, members of Lil Cap and Travis and the Hoggies, if you haven't m- noticed, we mention a movie every now and then. Matt's our movie connoisseur. The other three of us have each seen at least one movie. Mm-hmm. We keep bringing them up. Almost I think one. they're important to our society. And even though they're uh, in in the general uh, guise of entertainment, there's a lots of things that have been going on for much longer. But movies, I mean, uh, it's it's kind of a recent thing, but it's already been through a couple cycles uh, we started with the Lumiere brothers terrifying people with uh, the ideas of trains running them over. Uh, then we, there was the silent era. There was the talkie era, the silver era, the golden era, the platinum era, the argon era. And now we're in the superhero era of movies. <laughs> I think movies are like they're, they're, they're load bearing pillars of our of our of our current culture. And I think uh, with the fact that I don't ever want to go to a movie theater again in my life at this point. I'm really into drive-ins. I think we bring back drive-ins. I think it's nice. We're back We're back at the movies together. We're watching the movies that tell us what we should think and what we should care about. But we're not near each other. I'm not breathing any of your air. I'm in my car alone. My family didn't come. I'm not doing this with them. <laughs> I just, I, I, I want a way to go out and see movies again and be in public. But I got really used to not liking people and being away from them. And I think drive-in is the best. And... No one's just going to go out to drive-ins. And that's why I think we need a reboot of the Bloodsport uh, uh, franchise. Yes. To get people back out. And available only in drive-ins, people. Only in drive-ins. Because you know what's going out? You think I'm going to say movies, but I'm not. I'm saying churches. Get that shit out of here. (laughs) (laughs) The classic entertainment trend of churches. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hey. Well, what else are are they doing? You ever seen a mega church? Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday morning, I'm driving to the the drive-in to see Bloodsport. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Imagine going to the during church, the day, going to the drive-in movie. Yeah, no more drive-in church. You're going to drive in during the day, like Matt said, Sunday morning, bright as can be. You're going to watch Bloodsport. <laughs> you're going to be squinting. You're not going to see a thing. You'll come back later that evening and be like, "Oh, a movie." Okay. Yeah. So okay, every like mega pastor, like billionaire dickhead mega pastor. Jean-Claude Van Damme walks up to him, like, while they're, like, getting their crowd in a frenzy, he walks up and does that move in Bloodsport where he does the splits and punches them right in the nuts. Uh, so, as we all know, most of those megachurches are so big, they have two preachers and thus two pulpits. And 
Van Damme's gonna do the splits between mm-hmm. the two pulpits, mm-hmm. and people will be like, well, <laughs> "Fuck religion!" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna meet you mm-hmm. at the drive-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, do you like that? Catch more at the drive-in. Yep. It costs way less. It fucking costs less. Uh, movies are expensive, but they cost less than ten percent of your income. <laughs> I have no idea it's how true. much it costs to get into a drive-in, but I'm already thinking of cheating it, and I'm the guy thinking of opening drive-ins. Nine percent of uh, your income. Yeah, do do drive-ins have a tithe? Is there is there a tithing system? They have a knife, nine percent. A knife, yes, a that's knife. the word. That's why I'm going there because you know what you spend that one on <laughs> popcorn, baby. <laughs> one thon and a one thon popcorn. <laughs> Once upon a time in you. the west, uh, yeah. there's a lot of lot. Of, yeah, okay. Now I think uh, I think not only is this a, a feasible way to go out and see more bloodsport movies, feased. can be feasted, um, <laughs> but also it's the one I like the most. Hashtag we're watch. <laughs> Grant, thank you. By the way, Grant, uh, members of Little Cabin Travis, I didn't mention this. Grant is on our word watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's me this month. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, we've been taking turns, and Grant's been, he's just been, I just, I mean, round of applause. Grant's been knocking it out for the word watch, mm-hmm. uh, which I've been sending out uh, on our trend watch, uh, hashtag trend yes. watch. Um, all right, so we, we've covered two of the, 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 more, the more quickly changing things relatively, the the, the the fashion of our times and and the ways that we entertain ourselves. Um, I'm surprised no one brought up freak shows, but uh, that's for another podcast. Close. Um, <laughs> uh, the last thing is one of the slower changing parts of our uh, of our world is just our culture around us. But things do like come and go. There are there there are waves where like uh, the, the workers control means of production, and then there's now. Uh, it goes back and forth, and uh, all sorts of things change. But there are general trends in society, like uh, hating foreigners is never going to go away. That's no. not even a trend. That's no. just a natural human reaction. But it's there are fun. trends. Right. There are trends like hating foreigners. Sure. Yes. Uh, beating them or legislating against them. Now back to mm-hmm. beating them. Yes. Now right. back to just legislating against them. Now back to right. beating them. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So Ben's proposing a whacking day kind of scenario. <laughs> I'm not proposing it yet. I'm just explaining, like, yes, Corey, the the sentiment is uh, is evergreen, but uh, the trends are: what do you do about them? Make some laws, or go out in the street and beat them. And here's the thing: trends like uh, slavery and hating foreigners. I don't see the, the I don't see those as trends. I see those as the bedrock of the human existence. Mm-hmm. But there are some trends. What are some things that we might expect? Because I don't see them changing anytime soon is the other thing. Mm. What are some things that we see on the horizon like, hey, as a society, get ready for this because it's a coming. Mm-hmm. Who's got something that's, uh, that's coming around? Well, uh, I think if you look at where we are now, we are in the age of robber barons or that is a trend that we are in now. Um, you want to talk about like, are we in the age of robber barons or not? A little fast math. Jeff Bezos is worth $198 billion. And that just sounds like a whole bunch of money. It is so much money. If you made $1 million per year, it would take you 200,000 years to get to his wealth. So from the time that we think that humans made grass beds (laughs) until now, but that's too long. So if it was a million dollars per day... It would be a little bit before Christopher Columbus, uh, like about a decade before Christopher Columbus did his thing. If you made $1 million every single day since then, you would be at Jeff Bezos' wealth. So yes, we are in this age of like fucking robber barons who are crazy rich. So, but, and that, that can be kind of depressing, but after the Gilded Age was the progressive age, so there was a lot of reform and stuff because people were like, Jesus Christ, this can't go on. It's unsustainable. Clearly it worked. 
<laughs> and there, there were some lasting changes. I mean, we had uh, better working conditions yes. and so on. Yes, there were. Um, so after this one, um, I do think it will be a bit more diluted. Um, so, uh, but I, okay, I think one thing is that uh, drugs will be made legal soon um, so that we can bring back patent medicine. Um, so you can uh, put heroin <laughs> Ooh, in beer and, uh, uh, and, you know, calm people down a little bit more. Let them be a little bit more uh, uh, amenable uh, to their uh, overlords. Um, and I'm investing in tinctures now. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you might think that unguents and ointments are the way to go, but tinctures, my friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. The ether market is going to go through the roof. <laughs> yes. Tonics, elixirs, yes, but tinctures, uh, that's where the money's going to be. Basically, any Final Fantasy item that you find in your inventory, it's all of those. <laughs> all of those. Um, so you can, ex- you can expect that. Uh, but the other thing I think that we're going to see out of this is a much heavier regulation of uh, fast food value meals and menus in particular. Uh I think that we are going to see uh, legislation that requires value menus to be more visible, to have more variety. When you pull up through the drive-thru and you're like, "Uh, there's like got to be a value nugget or something on here. And you can't see it until the screen changes a few times and it's just in the corner because they're trying to hide it. No, 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 no. Sounds like a universal problem. (laughs) Some noble senator will stand up and introduce legislation <laughs> to require them to make it visible, to have variety, to Thank put you. multiple drinks, multiple sandwiches, multiple side items. Right. You know, you haven't been to this particular fast food thing in a while. Maybe you don't go to a lot of fast food. You do it on a road trip and you're like, I swear to yeah. God, you guys didn't get rid of McNuggets, did you? Of Where course. are all the McNuggets? <laughs> all you see are stupid big advertisements for the latest, like, it's got onion rings and barbecue sauce and a whole bunch of shit falling everywhere. I don't want that one. I want something that I'm not going to spill on myself while I'm driving, which means I want nuggets and I want to just have like some small ones. And they're they're hidden. So I think we're going to see some real freedom here by getting some legislation to say, we need to see that. You need to uh, to make it, to have some variety in it as well. It doesn't have to be a dollar. I get inflation. But show me what your value your value menu items are uh, and, and make it visible, and and have some variety, okay? So visible menus out. What's or visible menus in? Visible dollar menus in. Mm-hmm. What's out? The Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights. <laughs> I'm not using it. <laughs> Worth it. Yep. Yeah. Worth it. Uh, so. Here's the question: What's the Sixth Amendment? Right, yeah, you don't exactly. fucking know. So it's honor, nobody honor knows. Thy nobody knows. Or, Literally, know. no one knows. Mm-hmm. Grant, if it isn't uh, right to to bear nuggets, then uh, we're good here. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Look, we're gonna give up some crap. It's already happening. So listen, let's just get some better value menu items and some Thank legal you. patent medicine. Look, if the here, nuggies here. had oxycontin in them, is that so bad? <laughs> no, legally, right. no. Right. Not without the bill right. It's you. a slippery slope, and I brought a sled. So let's just get a let's get out ahead of this. Fuck yeah, get a running start and jump on that bitch. A running start into a bad idea. I appreciate <laughs> that about you. All right, uh, what else are we changing in this uh, in this world of ours to uh, good God hope make it better place? I'm gonna keep it brief. Uh, I'm gonna start with what I get rid of, and from society's point of view, and that is social media. Uh, mm. Once again, I'm doubling down on that uh, because that's just absolutely not 
there's it's no way to treat humans and it's uh causing all kinds of societal ills and uh we I, I want to replace social media with something that is a hundred times more appropriate a, 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 a way to treat humans and that is by throwing rubbish uh so we are bringing back <laughs> something you don't like you throw an egg your head of lettuce your rotten tomato you're at a, you're at a movie oh, yeah uh, the you're at an entertainment show. You might be uh, at a restaurant and you don't like the the food that you eat. You throw some rubbish at the people you don't like, um, and that is a thousand times more humane than the way we behave on social media. I gotta say, Matt, it's so hard to give you any points for this round because that was my answer. Um, <laughs> well, just think of how satisfying that is, though. Uh, like, Grant, when you watched the, the Hobbit, the first version, wouldn't you want to uh, chuck some fucking lettuce at the screen or something? Mm. A rotten melon, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you carrying that tomato head? around if you're not going to huck it yeah. at some guy? Yeah, why are you carrying around that water with that rotten melon? <laughs> why am I carrying around Peter Jackson's head if I'm not going to throw it at the movie screen? <laughs> so, like, yes. this in this world of ours, specifically now, like, voting is, like, First and foremost, you got to get out and vote. You got to get have your you got to have your you know your say. And I think there's no better say than immediately telling someone that you disapprove of their actions by hucking some celery at them. Yes. All right. And it's also like it's a victimless crime. So like they're not hurt or injured. They're just well aware of how you, they're placed in society. Uh, I would like to be able to give that opinion without being murdered. Uh, or or have much uh, like huge uh, reprisal, and that's why I'm hoping that this becomes a societal trend. That way, when I go and view a live blood sport, mm-hmm. I can throw my vegetables at whoever is uh, uh, causing causing my ire, and probably won't get blood sport killed back. It'll just be like, oh, that guy must hate him. He must hate that fighter. So I'm um, I'm standing by my my, my triumvirate of blood sports, uh, blood sport for the uh, for the for the swords, blood sports for the movies. And blood sport for uh, being able to throw vegetables at people fighting a blood sport. Uh, and I, I, let's see, what's out? Glasses. I'm done with that shit. Mm. Everyone's done with glasses. <laughs> I'm sick of people knowing that I can't see. I just want them to guess by watching me bump into stuff. <laughs> glasses are like, they were fine, but then they really jumped the shark with Ben Franklin where he's like, bifocals. Oh, well, we got two glasses and one glass. Oh. Like, okay, got like, enough. Hey, I understand. I understand going monocle. That's like the double neck guitar of glasses. It's going the Mm. other way. Like we we have even less things to hold on to. Yeah, it's like a zero neck guitar. But uh, then you get to like Pazne, like just clipping onto my nose until Morpheus is wearing that in the the Matrix. No, Uh, I'm done with French French Mm, optics of all types. Blue pill on French optics. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I will swallow that pill. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's important to know that, uh, nothing we came up with was new. That's, that's, that's the job of the trend watcher is not to create something out of, you know, whole cloth is just to, to reach into the prize bin and throw something at the masses and tell them here, here, this is what's good now. Leave me alone. Um, and I think we've, I think we've essentially, uh, accomplished that. Um, well, uh, does, I, does you that, haven't even heard my society trend. Let's hear Grant's society trend before I wrap it up. Uh, so societal trend. Snuck trends, me in there I mean, by picking yes, mine. Yes, you. Yeah, you. Uh, you leapfrog me. So this means that mine's right because I'm the last one. Fuck. Uh, 
So you're probably expecting me to say something stupid, like Renaissance-era warfare, but you're wrong. You're probably also expecting me to say powder warfare, but you're also wrong because I am suggesting Renaissance warfare. <laughs> Fooled you, didn't I? Wrong, because of course I'm suggesting powder warfare. Are you kidding me? Muskets that shoot powder balls, cannons that shoot powder balls, I mean, powder bullets, powder balls, swords made of compressed powder. Cauldrons of boiling powder poured on invaders? Like, come on! This is how we will solve our international disputes. Because, again, the the powdered clothing did not sell. Powdered wrestling did not take off. We have all of this wig powder still. I love solving disputes via wig powder. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll lower the defense budget uh, and solve our disputes at the same time. There is there's an Indian uh, tradition called Holi, H-O-L-I, oh, yeah. is a holiday, mm-hmm. and you throw colored powder at each other, yep. and it's one of the best funs I've ever done. And if we could turn that fun, expressive, colorful experience into war, then Why I not? think we have hit the <laughs> pinnacle of society, Grant. Oh, I would really idea. love for us to upgrade to powdered warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, and what... Uh, what were you getting rid of? One of the dumb things we brought up? It doesn't even oh, almost matter. Uh, no, the, the trend out uh, is women voting. Uh, they've got their jollies by now. Come on. <laughs> trend. Let's get things back to a sensible system. <laughs> they got their jollies from that trend. Yeah, they got, you got your jollies already. Jesus Christ. Uh, only rich males should be allowed to vote. So that doesn't even include me. Mm, right. Just exactly. once. Exactly. <laughs> just yeah. once. I'd like to live in a world where only the very richest men have all the power. Is that so much to ask? <laughs> you know, God. Grant, that, that's actually... Grant, it'll come around. That's actually really interesting in this... Okay, so, uh, yeah, you know, tongue-in-cheek there, right? But uh, right now there is an illusion like, oh, we're all voting and doing some stuff, but we aren't really affecting a whole lot of... What if we just scrap all that crap and we just <laughs> pull back the curtain so we don't have to wake up early to go vote on those days and and pretend <laughs> that we care about what flyers are at? We could get rid of the ads. The TV we could just not have the a, ads. Fine, you the rich, the seven rich guys or whatever they they can control what's happening like they do already now. But now we get our TV back. <laughs> <laughs> We get right. rid of the Not ads and we get to sleep in that one day every four years. Win-win. Win-win. Worth it. Man, yeah. half, half of people wouldn't hate the other half. They I wouldn't... tell you what. <laughs> yes. We would all go. We would all together go, I don't know. Them dickheads so did something fucked? else. Cool. We're in this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think getting rid of voting has brought us back together as a society. Thank you, Ben, for uh for, uh, Actually, it might for tell us that. to all go, well, wait a minute. There's uh, seven billion of us and ten of them. But uh, But anyway. Yeah, you know, I was interesting. I was I was going to I was going to think over all of your suggestions and decide uh-huh. who I thought had the best version of the future. But I'm not going to do that. I like mine better uh, without having to think of yours. <laughs> I like mine because I thought of it, and any of the th- stuff that you said was good. I'm just kind of assuming I said good it. Point. So that's really good uh, point. that's 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 kind of how I'm gonna I'm gonna roll this. Uh, that's the trend that's coming out. Is I just assume I was the best. It's a hell of a trend, uh, and I support that on this podcast. <laughs> well, little Captain Travis, uh, tell us uh, what what trends do you want to uh, bring back? What uh, what are your favorite uh, retro free legal advice podcast episodes that you want us to re air so that to give us give us a week off? Uh, let us know. <laughs> Email us at free legal advice podcast at gmail dot com. 
And although Matt said he wants to get rid of all social media, hey, he was just kidding. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, you can follow us uh, on uh, Instagram. Uh, we are Free Legal Advice Podcast. Um, there's pictures. There's all kinds of stuff, and probably we will show you a picture of necro pants and uh, what these macaroni bitches look like. Look, we we practice what we preach and our philosophy as we've just described is what a horrible thing social media is which is why we are not on facebook and we stick to that we're only on the two good ones uh that have no <laughs> that cause no harm to society yeah. uh, the one that ben just described owned by facebook and the one that's not owned by facebook that causes absolutely no harm or rift or misinformation uh like Grant always says you can follow us uh, on Twitter at Free Legal Pod. Well, look, what are, were Hitler's pants evil just because he owned them? So, oh, those pants are so evil. I mean, historically, <laughs> yes, very. <laughs> the one, yes, the one. Okay, pants were a bad example, but Hitler's suspenders. <laughs> we all know they were they were objectors. Those were clean. They didn't have. I, I yeah. took them out of this. I tell you what, if you like the show, put on an old record. Uh, shave yourself with a straight razor and um, uh, beat your spouse without any repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Those times are coming around again. <laughs> By which I mean they're here. <laughs> Honestly, I was reading, I was like, I didn't write beat my spouse, did I? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was shocked when I looked down because I wrote that down earlier and I was like, is my closing game right? Beat your spouse? Oh, like, no. Beat. My handwriting's bad, but. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 96. Ben, uh, you're right. Uh, both of those characters, that's a slam dunk. They just want to both get grizzly. Um, I score you 300 buckazoids. Yeah. Uh, and Grant, for finding the, the true soul of the story, uh, that, was, uh, that was touching, even for someone who knows this is ridiculous nonsense. I score you 150 buckazoids. Hey, by the way, if, you, if you're thinking of his great big gorilla dick, think of his big gorilla heart. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> um, but what about Thriller Gorilla? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I hope I meet Bernie Kozar someday. Every time. <laughs> R.I.P. Rest in peace, Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, is he dead? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> all right. I know more about sports than I thought by one. Uh, I award you 200 buckazoids, Corey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, it's nice to get a bunch back. Yep. So, um, wait a minute. So, I gave Ben 300. He gave me two. So, Ben's down to 100. Yeah, so oh, Ben's down. <laughs> so, Grant pulls... <laughs> I was just going to say, ahead. I moved up. Oop. Yeah, Grant pulls ahead right now. Uh, poor move. Poor move. Handing away your score. Turn internet over.